Hello, horror fiends and fanatics. Thank you for joining us for tonight's event. I see you've brought a plus one without an invitation. How tacky. However, I can smell their divine blood from here, so I will let it slide this one time. Anywho, as you know, Final Girls are a horror stable. But we also have a lesser-known entity in the horrorverse. Sometimes they are alongside the final girl. Other times, they are the only to survive the torment of a demon, a beast, an individual who's gone to the dark side, etc. Tonight's very exclusive event is none other than the Final Boy Awards. That's right. Mike and Bobby... We'll be giving out an award for a few final boys tonight that deserve some sort of acknowledgement. Some have brains, some have brawn, and some have iconic status like no other. Without further ado, I give to you the Final Boy Awards. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And I'm Bobby. And today, we have a special treat for you all. Today, we would like to welcome you all to the, I guess, first of hopefully more Final Boys in Horror Award. Oh, no. No, not again. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Uh, And yes, we we, we are all accustomed to Final Girl, everything that they do, and they do it well. But we thought, how about we celebrate the men's in horror? Yes. Um, We don't get too much love in horror. And, you know... There are some awesome final boys out there. We have to do some searching and some digging, but these are people that I'm happy that we are going to talk about and show them much appreciation because they deserve it. So I'm excited. They do exist. I'm excited too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess first we should differentiate. Well, there's not really a difference between a final girl and a final boy. So a final girl is a female protagonist who remains alive at the end of the film. After the other characters have been killed, sometimes, uh, when she is usually placed in a position to confront the killer. So a final boy basically is the same as that. It's just Mm -hmm. we are fewer and far in between. Okay, so while while final girls are the typical trope in horror we are accustomed to, we rarely take notice of the final boy which is the surviving male character who either defeats the creature or makes it through to the end of the horror film alive, obviously. Mm -hmm. So we are going to have an award show for those gentlemen, 
those those strong, agile, sometimes not strong, but smart uh, <laughs> final boys. So what yes. we are going to do, we have a few categories here. And Bobby is going to lift off his three nominations. I will list off three nominations, and then we are going to discuss the characters, and we shall give the person the award that is deserving. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really tough. I already had it to like, kick people off of my list that I was not happy about. <sighs> but um, we're going to try okay. to do this, so bear with us. We're going to do this. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I'm going to try not to argue with Mike with our (laughs) you know i'm gonna try to be a fair player and um yeah i i mean we might have the same people on our list so that should be a lot easier but i mean yeah i'm just i'm just ready and again these people are deserving to be on so rather that they don't make it and if they don't end up being you know one of our choices all these people that's nominated you know, deserve to still be, you know, on this list because they're oh, all yeah. yeah, awesome screen kings. I guess they they, uh, they exist in the world. They they they're very deserving of the titles, even if they don't win. There are plenty of honorees that uh may not get the award tonight. And the award, by the way, is nothing other than the title <laughs> because I'm broke. So what is the trophy like? What is the award? What what are we calling this award? What would it look like? Yes. Um, hmm, Can it be final? just a? Oh, never mind. That's just not good. a pair of testicles as a statue. Yeah, yeah, or a penis. <laughs> a, a, just you know, a scary oh. penis. You know, a monstrous mm. penis. A, a penis with monstrous eyes and teeth. Oh no, that's. Too- <laughs> there we go. Um. I guess. Sure, let's go with that. The Screaming Dick Award. Oh, goodness. <laughs> now, I would love I'm gonna, one. I'm Imagine having a... Oh, I should. Imagine just having a trophy of a penis with eyes and teeth and just like screaming and yelling and then your mom mm. or a friend or a relative come over and be like, oh, well, what is that? Like, oh, I won the Screaming Dick Award. Ugh. What is a Screaming Dick? How would you explain that to people? That is a fun conversation starter. I wouldn't even know how to explain that. It's like Mr. Hanky, but a dick. Yeah. And without a Christmas hat. Yes. And I could tolerate the dick a lot more. We're going to be saying dick a lot in this episode. I hope not. I'm just going to say award. You want the award? Okay. Okay. All right. Let's just say, but okay. The Peni. The Pinga. The panga, panga, panga. We don't have okay. to. We don't have to. We don't have to do that. The panga <laughs> award. We... So our first category is Final Boy with 
brains. So this is a final boy who may not be the most physically threatening. He may not win in any sort of, I don't know, physical obstacles, any sports. He's definitely not fighting anyone off. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like, you know, whoever, just the smartest, who would um, come up with strategic ways and things to um, escape a situation that they're in. Ah, yes, strategy. I'm glad that you mm-hmm. said that. So, who is your first nomination? Just to let you guys know, like, this was hard for me, too. I had so many people on the list, and I had to cut off a lot of people as well. And we just narrow on this down to three people again. So, so far, I have for Brains is full from the people under the stairs. Not the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say our podcast name. Um, Roger from Night of the Demons. Mm-hmm. And, at, and Ash Williams from the Evil Dead franchise. So, I chose those three uh, because, again, Full is a great, you know, he did a lot of smart things. Roger, he wasn't about the bullshit. And um, he was always ready to go. And, you know, Ash came up with, you know, a lot of things on his own. Chainsaw for hand, and he was fighting off some deadites. And even though he didn't make the greatest decisions, a lot of the decisions he made helped him get very, very far. So those are my three. How about you? All right. You had some good picks. I, too, had Roger, of course, Night of, of the course. Demons. Because, I mean, he's just making smart decisions, aside from going <laughs> to the house in the beginning. But other than that, he's like, leave everybody. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Who's falling, passing out. I'm leaving all y'all. So, right. Roger, absolutely. I also have Joel Jones from Scream 2. For oh. the same reason. I'm not even getting involved in this shit. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. So, <laughs> and Joel Jones was the cameraman for Gail, by the way. Yes. And lastly, I don't know why, but I put Casey from the faculty as a fun little brain. Okay. Although now I'm looking at this, I feel like that he's, this is a little on the nose <laughs> just because he's supposed to be the geek in the group. Right. But I mean, no, that's fine. I mean, he's a final boy. He gives, you know, he deserves credit. So come on. Because in situations like that, you always think of a, 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 a white blonde girl surviving a situation like that and you end up thinking that kc would be the one to you know get everybody but you know not get everybody out of here but come up with plans and you know surviving it to the end and be the only one that's going against the the queen alien at the end so true so true. no I, I feel like he's great all right okay. so we have our three can you remind me of your three again full <laughs> Uh, the people under the stairs, Roger and Ash Williams from Evil Dead. And mine is Casey, Roger, and Joel. So do we have any off the rip that we want to knock off? Because I can tell you Casey's <sighs> off my list now already. Damn. Okay. Um, damn. So I would actually take Roger off <gasps> this one. Okay. Yes. I'm going to take Roger off. Yeah. Because Roger ran, like, to be fair, like, <laughs> I love Roger, but to be fair, like, I would love to see him come up with the whole part where Hum and Judy was in the, you know, the furnace thing and come up with the solution to light it on fire and do all the extra stuff. Like, 
that requires brains too. That requires things to think of. And he, in that moment, didn't really think of that. It was all Judy. Now, granted, he wanted to get the hell out of there most of the time, and he jumped out the window, which all of us would do. But for me, he just needed to do a little bit more. So that's why I have to X him off this list. I, I hear you. I, I will. I think I might actually accept that answer. Are you sure? And go along. <laughs> you bring up a good point, because if we go by the movie, he would be dead in that moment if it weren't for Judy. Mm. So that you make a good point. Oh, yeah, you do make a good point. I guess. I mean, the, you're about I, to say, although, I mean, I would, I would love to hear it. No, it's not an although you make because if you if I forgot about that scene, so if it weren't for Judy, he wouldn't have. Although technically, he would still. No, you're right. You're right. Roger <laughs> needed Judy, just like she needed him. Yeah, but I still prefer Roger over Judy because she got my nerves throughout the whole movie. But oh, anyway, that's a whole course. other story. We'll talk about her on Final Girls. Um, <sighs> So, who we have left? I have Ash in full, and you have... Joel Jones from Scream 2. Scream. <laughs> Scream 2. Okay. Um, Ash in full. Hmm. Mm. So, damn, how are we going to do this? So, should I go again just because you only have one Is left? Is Ash smart? That's the thing. I might take Ash off this list, because even though he's a great final boy, um, Again, he did come up with certain things, but he didn't always make the greatest decisions. And if, if I if I have to put him against Fool, especially a kid, like Fool was a kid and he came up with ways to escape that house, had the nerve to go back in with a whole plan and still was smart. And Fool was just killing it throughout that whole movie. Where Ash, yeah, he wasn't the brightest in most situations. So I would probably, yeah. It hurts me. I love Ash Williams, but he got to go, so I have full. Okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of with Ash is, like, he's able to create his weapons, like, in the shed and shit. Right. But off the top of my head, I'm having trouble thinking of how he has the most brains out of everybody we can think of. Right. So I'll, I, I will honor that. So full. So let me tell you why Joel wins. <laughs> <laughs> because fool Mm-mm. escaped and went back, and guess what? Escaped again and helped <laughs> lot, and helped people. He helped people. He helped Wait. Alice. That's where it's her name. Helped Alice. It was a smart and helped all the people under the stairs at the same time and got money. Come on, come on. He went back into a house with an incestuous couple. Who yes. had gu- guns, a crazed dog, uh, people, I don't know, cannibals in the basement. Mm-hmm. That is not a smart decision. Now, Joel, on the other hand, he recognized danger was in his midst. And he was like, I'm getting up out of here. Bye, yeah. Gail. It's a wrap. <laughs> so that is why I think Joel would be the final boy. Mm. Technically, even though he's not in the movie anymore, we could go by now. You could argue that Joe wasn't in the whole movie, he literally was going after that. Yeah, although didn't he come back at the end? Yeah, when all the oh. shit went down. Oh, you all right, gal, come on, I can record now. No, I don't need you here, nigga. Like, now, you now, done 
Like I stand by already... my decision now. Because he no. came back at the end when everyone the killer was dead. Right. Everybody's dead now. You want to come back? And, no. And Fool went back and guess what? He still got it's not like he got hurt. He went in there with a plan and came through. He got he got the old people killed. The nasty well not old people, just some disgusting folk. And um free all every free everybody, gave everybody their money that was well deserved, and lived ha- happily ever after, I'm assuming. So I don't know. I feel like it took a lot of guts for Fool to do that, especially to go back. I personally wouldn't have, and I do think that was an interesting decision, but he had a lot of balls and he got things done. It's not like he went back in there and didn't make it back out, you know? So, but um, I guess we'll give it to Joel because I mean, whatever, but I just don't appreciate Joel coming back when all the, everything went down and all of a sudden you want to come back. I could have used your help. And then all of a sudden you want to come back and film stuff. If I was gal, I'd be like, uh-uh, I don't need you. Where were you? You could have be, nope, I don't want to here. That would have been wise of me to help when there's a killer after you. Then why are you here? Like, I need strong people. What, to make you happy? To be off a of payroll, so I've come back. We can count those so, as uh, time off for duress and everything else. Well, to make you happy, I guess, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to Joel, but I, I low-key still stand with Fool, just because he's a kid. I I do. I just think I don't know. I feel like he shouldn't have made it out and went back in. That's my. But he thing. but he had a plan, and guess what? The plan he made it through and got everybody out you know of what? there. And we doing this. It's in his name. He shouldn't win because of his name. That alone, he doesn't win. But you know what? Fool can be a fool again. He went and he did his thing. But everybody that's listening to this, um, who do you decide? Do you think Joel from Scream Two? Would be, um, I guess, the one that would have the the brains, or do you think full from the people under the stairs, um, was smart? So, yeah, um, let but, us know. Yeah, let us know. <sighs> All right, so, brains, you know. <sighs> and with that, Joel Jones from Scream Two is the final boy with brains. Present him with his award, please. Oh, here's your screaming. Oh, I, already, I, oh. I already see how this episode's going to go. I already... <laughs> Eat Bobby mad. This fool didn't win. I'm not mad. I just feel like... Whatever. We're going to talk about that <laughs> another time. <laughs> Here you go, Joel. Here's your screaming dick award. Be proud and happy for the five minutes you was doing this whole entire movie. But okay. Here you go. Accept your award. Now get out my face. Um... I would like to thank my mother who gave me the good sense <laughs> to leave a situation when it is not <sighs> going to work in my favor. Thank you all. And then uh, come back <laughs> and be a... <laughs> Let me stop. Okay. Next category. Right. Next category. Yeah, yeah do this, this one. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next category, uh, we have survival instinct. Survival Ooh. instinct. Yes. So um, this right here is pretty much, I guess, kind of similar to what I was talking about with Fool as far as like coming up with strategic ways and getting out and coming up with smart plans and, you know, just 
know what to do to get out of situations and try to survive. Um, that's my definition of survival instinct. Um, but for you, you, I hope you picked fool for this. Um, I didn't, somebody else made it on here. Um, again, so, um, I'll let you go first this time. So who are your three? (sighs) Survival instincts. Hmm. First on my list. I think is an obvious one. You might also have this nominee. I chose Ash from Evil Dead franchise. No, I didn't. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, Ash seems to be able to survive any situation he encounters. He will make a weapon out of any object in his vicinity, and he'll be fucking some deadites up. So that is why I chose Ash as my first nominee. You actually got me questioning other people on my list now now that I'm looking at it. But anyway, so my second one, survival instincts is going to be cold from the babysitter. Oh, okay. I like Cole. I didn't even think about him. Wow. Yeah, so while he is, or at least in the first movie, he was a very terrified young boy. He seemed to be able to finagle his way out of every situation. Now, granted, some of those things were luck, mm-hmm. and the the villains on some at some point off themselves. But that's fine. <laughs> he was able to still survive in a situation he shouldn't have survived in. So I will give Cole from The Babysitter the second nomination. And the third nomination for Final, final Boy with Survival Instincts is going to be ooh, Chris from Get Out. Oh, okay. And I'm choosing that only, <laughs> only because he stuffed that cotton in his ear. Because I don't think okay. most people would think to do that. Right. Everything he did leading up to that, I wasn't okay with. But the cotton, the fabric of our lives, (laughs) saved him. And it gave him this nomination. So I have Cole from The Babysitter, Ash from The Evil Dead franchise, and Chris from Get Out. You're making me rethink mine, too. Because I'm like, damn, well, now that you put it like that. (sighs) But whatever. I won't change mine. I won't cheat. Um, (laughs) So the three I have for Survival Instinct is um, a returning person, Roger. Roger wants to come back and get his screaming dick award um number two preacher l o cool j from deep blue sea mm. uh-huh um one of my faves i mean he did what he had to do to survive this crazy ass shark and survive to the end yes okay. um and jim from the hitcher um wow okay. yes jim yes. from the hitcher uh i I haven't seen it, well, I've seen the movie, like, earlier this year, and then my first time watching it was, like, maybe two years ago, and then I talked about it on Kill the Dead, and I just, rewatching that movie was just, it was great, and just seeing Jim come through <laughs> with fucking this crazy-ass man trying to kill him, um, <laughs> shout out to um, Wizard Rucker Howard, like, he was just insane in, his damn, in that damn movie, so, um, yeah, Jim, so I have Jim, I'm gonna say Jim, uh, Preacher, I think that's his name, Elo J from Deep Lucy and Roger mm-hmm. from Night of the Demon. So those are my three. Ooh. It would be interesting if we can just like if we swap lists and I say who 
can go from your list and who goes from my list. We could do that. We could do no, that. Because I don't think that'll be fair because you want to ask somebody that is just not. Right. No. I would not. Because you would have asked full and I would have had to jump through this computer you screen. You think I'm and... that petty to do You damn right I would do it. So you better not give me the power to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing that this time. Maybe final girl. So mine, <laughs> I, I will X out Cole from the babysitter because I feel like a lot of his survival is based on the luck. Is based on luck, period. So the killer's doing dumb shit usually. So I will have to X Cole out of that. He is a survivor, but not necessarily by his own doing. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Um, let me see who I can X from mine. Um I'll say I'll get rid of Roger again. Sorry, Roger. Um <laughs> Um, because then I think about it, I mean, yeah, it's always all right. Because I'm thinking of a lot of different qualities in these categories here. And yes, he has great survival instinct because this whole thing is get the fuck out of there, let me get out of here, jump out of windows, whatever. I just want to leave. But I also feel like, what are you doing to leave the situation as well? What are you going through in these situations and still end up coming out on top to be that final boy? Granted, Roger, you know, a lot of his was just trying to escape but again like i would like to see a little bit more oomph from him <laughs> um and let him have like a badass moment you know what i mean he didn't get a badass moment um, which was unfair to me and a lot of us that are fans of roger so um unfortunately yes he has great survival instinct getting the fuck out of there but compared to these other two and what they went through and still end up making it through um i would have to say that roger would have to go Oh, Roger had to go. Okay. I next. Ooh, between Ash from the Evil Dead franchise and Chris from Get Out. Oh, God. Okay. Um, this is okay. Chris from Get Out made a a smart decision, and from that point on, he was doing everything he needed to do to survive. Ash's instincts with survival. Ooh, I'm gonna have to give it to Ash. Ugh. I'm gonna give, give it to Chris. Give it. You get rid of. I'm Chris. getting rid. Yes, I'm getting rid of Chris. What? <gasps> wow. Okay. I just felt like he had a lot of moments leading up to that that were suggesting he his instincts. He doesn't trust his instincts. That's what I will say. You have thoughts? <laughs> yeah, clearly, you guys that are listening can't see my face right now, but I mean, I, I have thoughts. Um, I would have to dis- disagree with that. I would honestly get rid of Ash opposed to Chris. Um, <laughs> okay, I mean, but why? Um, because, again, yes, Ash is going against demons, and again, survival instinct and brains kind of go hand in hand to me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Chris, even though he was, he, he, he didn't, it seemed like he didn't trust what was going on. And a lot of times and he could have get, got the fuck out of there at certain times. He had plenty of opportunities to leave, but when he was in the situations that he got caught in, where it was, where it would probably be harder for us to escape. He thought of a lot of things to, uh, 
escape. And um, a lot of us probably wouldn't have thought of anything like that. Like, I wouldn't have think to get caught in and do that. But, I mean, there you go. Ash, like, if, if Evil did, I mean, the first one, he just whooped Demon's ass. Evil did, too. He had the help from other people to, you know, to get it through. Especially, let's go. Annie Noby from Evil Dead 2. She was the one that read the Book of the Dead and brought out that portal. Ash probably wouldn't have done that. Right. Um, he had help from somebody else. Um, also, being trapped in the cellar with Henrietta. Help from somebody else. I'm trying to think of him using his brain to survive situations or had any thoughts in trying to escape. Besides whooping people, well, whooping demon, uh, he, had, he had to engineer many a weapon to a defend himself. A that is no, he had to. He he lost a hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to makeshift a weapon hand. That is not something most people would think to do. Now, granted, this is a movie, but yeah. still, um, sure. I just think his situations are far worse. Chris, to me, could have just gotten up and left in the middle of the night and walked away. Probably and he, not, again, didn't he trust crazy his instinct. He had, like, crazy grandma and grandfather out there, so they probably would have got him out of here. Grandfather would have ran after his ass and probably tackled him or some shit. You never know. Um, I mean, he has to sleep at some point. I mean, what I'm hearing from this conversation is that you think this should be between Ash and Chris, and you want to X out everybody from your list. Uh, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I forgot we were too busy talking about yours. Let's get into mine. Um, so you're unfortunately xing out Chris. Wow. Um, I'm sorry that you had to still listen. You know, we'll see where you from this conversation that we're having. We we we're seeing where you would end up in these situations in horror. Oh, I still I still, I still love you, Mike. But oh, tell me more. <laughs> All right, let me get on with mine. Um, so we X'd out Roger, and so I have Preacher and Jim. So um, between those two, fuck. Um, <sighs> I would probably have to get rid of Jim. Okay. Because um, I don't know why I put him on here. Because I mean, yeah, he <laughs> he had the help from a lot of um, like a lot of people as well. Um, and unfortunately, I feel like if you put Hum and Preacher together, it's just, I feel like Preacher had the best survival instinct as far as going into the oven, setting a trap for the shark, blowing his ass up, and then, like, just finding ways to escape and get out and just coming through at the end. So I have to get rid of Jim, so I have Preacher. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is a random, uh battle we have going on right now we have preacher from deep blue sea <laughs> preacher deep from deep blue, blue sea and versus ash from evil dead <laughs> survival instinct wow okay mm. so i'm sorry um again I, I i understood everything that you said about ash great and weapons and things like that and I love me some Ash Williams. I said this before in the last category, but I would still have to give this to Preacher. Um, because involving a shark on this fucking boat 
who would think to blow up a fucking shark? You're in the oven, and then you create a hole to get on top of the oven so the shark could come through at the bottom, and then you jumping over the fucking shark where the shark can still swim after you and eat your ass, and you end up blowing the whole fucking thing up, and then at the end of the movie, you still come out on top. When you had a lot of situations about with eating, you know, about to be eaten by the shark. So, and compared to Ash, yes, he have deadites after him, and that is a scary situation. But I'm just saying, shark deadites. Interesting, <sighs> because I wouldn't want to deal with either of these. But oh, as no. you're speaking, I think I'd be more terrified to deal with deep blue sea <laughs> to deal and you know how we are with underwater dead. creatures you know what i mean like me and yes. you both share that fear so put preacher in evil dead and put ash in deep blue sea who do we think would survive or have a better chance of surviving the other person's scenario maybe that'll help us come to that decision because if we do that i feel like preacher might actually win okay um i, I feel I like ash would be, end up trying to punch the fucking shark in its face <laughs> And it could work, because they say do that in real life, right? If you punch the shark in his face, it'll appear or something. Um, and poking him in the eye or something. I'm like, of all, you think I got time to think about poking something in the eye when I'm being chomped on? Yeah, especially when you're, you know, the speed of your body, how it moves in water is slower compared to the damn shark. So I'm going slow motion, trying to punch the shark in the eye. My ass might be dead by then. So Although, now that you say that, wasn't Preacher... Hitting the shark in the eye. Oh, yeah, he was fucking shit. that shark up because the shark had him and he was just like, he was fucking that shark up. So, mm, so if we put Ash in that situation, um, yeah, I don't know if Ash would survive. Granted, he may end up trying to create some type of contraction to <laughs> whoop the shark ass and then Preacher fighting demons. <laughs> I don't know how Preacher would react to Deadite. He was a godly man in this movie as well. That's why they call him Preacher. So maybe that would help him in some aspect in the Evil Dead universe. Mm. You know what? I'll buy that. I'll go with Preacher. So the winner of the final boy with Survival Instincts Award is even though I just said it but it is Preacher from Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> that was very unexpected. It was. I was not expecting him to come out and win. That is awesome. Um, and also, by the way, let us know who you guys think would actually win in the round of Final Boy with Survival Instincts. Yeah, what are your opinions on? Like, do you think that Ash would end up being the one taking this one home, or do you agree with you know us and think that Preacher would end up winning this? So let us know. Or do you think we're both wrong and you're like... <laughs> you think Roger no, will per- win? You think this person would have survived? Right. <laughs> okay. So now we might be going to my favorite category. Looks? So third up is Final Boy with the looks. Yes. And this was really... I had about skate 8,000 options for this one. So this was really hard for me. Really hard. Yeah. So Final Boy with the looks, I mean, I think it's self-explanatory. It's the Final Boy that you can't help but watch on the screen. You don't want, you don't want him to die because he just looks so good. Mm-hmm. And it would be a shame. I have chosen Rory from Leprechaun Back to the Hood, 
who is Laz Alonzo. So y'all might have to Google him. Absolutely, I chose Rory. Uh huh. I'm Laz here for Alonzo. it. But damn, you went <laughs> you went to Leprechaun back to the hood, my guy. Now I do have an alternate for that. My alternate is actually Preacher from Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I mean, uh, oh, fine. fine. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm also choosing Seth from Dust Till Dawn. George Clooney. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um. Damn. Mm-hmm. I wish I put him on my list. Why didn't I do that? But but I'm still in my head trying to because it's preacher or Rory. I'm trying to do between the two. So I have Seth. From Dust Till Dawn. I'm going to go with Preacher, Deep Blue Sea. And third is going to be Derek from Mayhem. And that's Stephen Yoon from Walking Dead. Mm. Glenn from Walking Dead. Yeah, he's, he's good. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, oh, yeah. So for looks, I have, mine is so like, um, but I did change it a little bit. So you guys won't try to think I'm that obvious. But I'm just going to get this one out the way. Eddie. I knew it. <laughs> Tay Diggs, Eddie. House on Honey Hill. If you guys listen to this podcast and listen to a lot of our previous episodes, you guys would know that I am in love with this man. And um, yes, it, it, it's, he's a final boy. Um, a chocolate, fine. Mm-hmm. And as far as looks, I mean, come on. Like, Tay Dick, chocolate, he's gorgeous, and he's funny, he's great. And I just loved him in House on Hunted Hill, and I would love to see him in more horror, so I don't know what's going on with that, but we need more of him. Um, second, I have Carter Blake from Deep Blue Sea. Um, he was the Who's the main guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Oh, he, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Thomas Jane is fine in that damn movie. And he is re- rewatching Deep Blue Sea last year when I filmed it on Tubi. I was just staring like, damn. Even in the mist, and he was on that HBO show, show called Um Hung, I believe, and he was naked. Pretty much 100% of the time. I have a grievance. Was he? I was expecting a lot more from that show. Me Based on me the too? title and shit. So I was, I was highly offended that y'all would call it that and market it as the smut it was supposed to be. And right. it was not. When I was younger, I was like, oh shit, we about to see some body being. No. <laughs> <laughs> we about to see some meat, you know? But right. um, we barely got that unfortunately. So hopefully if they recreate it, we actually get to see some dangling. Um, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> um, so Thomas Jane, who plays uh, Carter Blake in Deep Blue Sea, the main character, fine. And then I have Tom Matthews. That's on Return of the Living Dead and Friday the 13th, Part uh-huh. 6. Another gorgeous specimen and he was great in, um, in Friday the 13th, Part 6. And I just, yeah, he's a he's a looker. Um, there was a lot more. A lot, it was plenty of other people here, but I was trying to choose besides Eddie. I was trying to choose two other people that people didn't think I would actually choose. So. It was it was so hard. 
Yeah. It was so hard. This really is the hard. hardest category. You you're mm-hmm. all all appreciated. All <laughs> oh, yes. all of you. Even if you aren't on this list. Mm-hmm. There are so many of you. Yes. Because I'm sure you would obviously be able to hear this. Um uh, so, so who now, <laughs> this is gonna be hard. <sighs> for mine. I t- oh, all right, let's Lord. just get this out the way. For me. What? You already know who's gonna win. So we just gonna ex I'm I'm cheating. We're I'm talking about for my on my side. I'm just gonna give you one contender oh. to go against yours. Eddie is going against you. Carter Blake and Ty Matthew, we already Xing out. So Tay did. Yeah, I was gonna tell Eddie. you to get rid of Hung. Mr. Hung, get rid yeah. of him. I don't want to because it looked like he can <laughs> So I okay, so Eddie from uh House on Honey Hill. Yes. Love the pick. I'm going to go by the overall aura of the character. Like, if they, if they, if I'm like, ooh, when they on the screen. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm getting rid of Preacher. Okay. Some lips, though. I know. I'm, zo- I'm, I'm zooming it. I'm zooming wait, it. Wait, am, am, am I zooming it? Well, I'm doing it. I'm, 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 I'm double think. I'm, I'm backtracking. Hold on. Oh, okay. Of, I'm getting rid of, of Seth. The- what? I'm getting rid of Seth from Dustal Toy. What? What? I'm. Why? Okay. I'm speechless. That's hard. That's wow. so hard. That is. Because I'm picturing everybody in my head. Okay. But I feel like he'd shoot me after we do something. So I don't know if that would work. Yeah, it seemed like he's a little. He seems nice, but it seemed like he would just shoot you without hesitation if you just cross on once. It, it seems like he would have me. In a hostage in a damn motel, and let his brother do things to me. So he should be. Never mind. He, I'm xing out Seth. As hard okay. as it is, because that man is so fine in that movie to me. His whole the bad boy shit is working for him in that movie. Um, you you mm. yourself a bad boy. Uh, it's crazy how many times Deep Blue Sea has come up already in this. I, I was not expecting that. And who are you right? Like I wouldn't have thought of like this damn shark movie, but I mean, hey, Derek from Mayhem or Preach from Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I'm gonna have okay. I gotta get rid of Derek. I gotta get rid of Derek. He also had that fine shit wow. going on. He was getting angry, killing people. I gotta go with Preacher because yes. in my mind, I'm like, okay, if these three men were in my face, yeah, who would I like? My knees would I would melt, and my knees would buckle. <sighs> And I would fall to the ground. <laughs> That's the hard ground. though, because Seth and like, like, because you're right, everything about Seth, and then, but, mm, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then preacher. I'm just thinking about just those eyes, them lips, mm. and just the way he just and he thick. Yeah, yeah. And, mm, we like him, and so, he can cook. Yes, in the movie. Well, I'm sorry, I should be getting chosen from uh, Halloween H2O. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's right. He got shot, and he technically was a final boy. But in Deep Blue Sea, he had a bigger role, and he had a lot more to do in that movie. I think so. he was hotter in Deep Blue, Deep Blue Sea. Sea. I agree. Yeah. He wasn't I'm talking about warm melon breast. <laughs> Ugh, God. Melon? <laughs> Let me stop. That's a shame I know that damn movie. <laughs> okay, so you had Preacher. I got Preacher, yes. 
Okay, Feature and I... versus Eddie. Eddie. Oh my gosh. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Michael, this is hard. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all, I'm stuck. I'm sorry. Like, if y'all listening, Eddie like, obviously, preacher. like, y'all, y'all would choose between L. O. Cool J. Preacher and Tay Diggs, Eddie. Um, this is hard because they're both fine. Yes, I'm. Tr- I'm. I'm. Tr- I'm not. I don't want to get too explicit. Thinking <laughs> about things, so. I'm trying to keep it cute because, you mm-hmm. know, apparently I am thirsty on here too. So I, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I, I'll take that. This is a thirsty category. It is. Um, I'm say, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can you go first? I have had a thing for L. Cool J for ages. So for me, even though it's a hard decision, overall, I'm going with Preacher from Deep Blue Sea. He got the boy head, the thickness I like, the face. And then I'm thinking about other shit that LL Cool J's been in. And I, I, I wouldn't be able to give it up to, to Tay Diggs. The award, I mean. I, I, <laughs> I would have to give, give it to LL. I'm giving it to Preacher from Deep Blue Sea. I got to give it to Preacher. I was the reason I wanted you to go first because I wanted you to convince me hard enough, Michael, that we should <laughs> choose one or the other. You did not help. So, <laughs> Tay Diggs again. I, I I melt over a chocolate man. I mean, I love a dark skin man. Um, and I love the way he talks. And I mean. We're going based off of his character, not just this actor, because I love Tay Diggs. He's funny. He it seems like he's goofy. It seems like he has a sense of humor, a lot of fun. But again, we're not going based off the actor. We're going based um off of the character. So if we was going based off of actors, I would say Tay Diggs. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna say preacher. <gasps> Only because again. Compared to comparing Eddie and Preacher, um, Eddie just wasn't. He was attract. He is attractive in that movie, but Preacher, the way he talked, the way mm-hmm. he just—I don't know. It looked just. I feel like he was putting more in a dangerous situation in there, and I seen every emotion on that man's face, and just seeing him survive and come up with these plans to survive. The shark was even just much more hotter for me um, compared to T. Diggs screaming at the end and being stuck on that ledge. Um, so, yeah, preacher. I'm sorry, I'm dragging this out, but this was a hard decision. But yes, T. Diggs, I would choose, but characters, preacher. Yes, I, I, I would, I would agree. So, <gasps> I'm crying. I'm sorry. The mic screen went out. He was hot. I'm trying to think that he was going to do some other things. That's how hot he was feeling. Okay. Yes, the winner of the final boy with the looks is, as we said, Preacher from Deep Blue Sea. Come on down and get your award. Hold me. (laughs) You said hold me. (laughs) Take your screaming, well-deserved screaming dick award. We really appreciate you on this 
very yeah. much. Yes. yes. Take your award. In fact, I will personally give you your award. <laughs> it is in my home. <laughs> it is in my home. It's a meeting in my bedroom. Well, Eddie was a runner-up, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you other treats. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got the next yes. one. Yes, um, next category is... Um, I feel like this is going to be uh, a no-brainer. You don't know. I mean, we never Okay, know. so the next category is Scream. Screams. Yes, Final Boy with a yes, scream. Yes, we love a Final Boy with a scream. And I, you know, for me, I already know who's going to win. But then again, I don't know what, you know, who might have on his list. But for me, um, I guess I'll go with mine. Uh, <laughs> I have, I don't know if he screamed, but he had like a little scream. On the first movie, so I'll say Andy Barkley from Child's Play. Um, oh. yeah, he didn't do much. When but did he, he scream? He did like a, eh. all I remember. When is, he got hit, it is going to kill me. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> and then when Chucky hit him, he screamed. <laughs> Child, I could This was. I'm, I'm being honest. This was a um a tough one for me because I couldn't really think of anybody. So I'll be surprised with who you have. Um, my second person is Reggie the Reckless from Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. He did mm. scream, and he had a good scream. <laughs> yes. So, Reggie? He did scream. He did. <laughs> and he was out. Now, Reggie was another one that was ready to, like, bounce. He left him on her own. He was, re- he was just like, look. Um... And uh, obviously, the other person, the third one, is, come on, Scream King himself. I'm already giving him this crown. I mean, then again, I don't know who you have on your list. But Jesse from A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. So, yeah. Yeah, Jesse's definitely a, a contender. And I would say usually unmatched in this category. Yes. Find a boy with the scream. But let's go. I think I found two people that... Maybe one person. <laughs> Let's hear it. One person okay. who might be able to at least put up a little bit of a fight. So I too had Jesse okay. from Nightmare on Elm Street too. Secondly, I chose Bruce Willis. Death becomes her. The scream he <laughs> let out when Madeline shot Helen into the pool. That scream was immaculate. I can't even recreate it. Like, it's so hot. How can I forget that? It's like, Madeline, no! It's something like that. It's that high. So Bruce Willis, Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. It's my second I choice. Love my third nomination is Nicolas Cage, The Wicker Man. Okay, I haven't seen that movie. And he's screaming throughout that entire yes. movie. And you know how Nicolas Cage can scream. Yeah, that man, know. he can do it all. So those are my three nominations. Okay. Um, I love that. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, I'm already Xing Andy Barkley off this list because I I mean he didn't really scream, but I tried to <laughs> he had like one moment when he did like a yelp up at it. Like, you know, I consider that a scream. So yeah, Andy's already getting out of this list. Um who you get rid of yours? Your first one. 
Oh, I am going to get rid of the performance of Bruce Willis. I, I thought he would be like, okay, second. All right. No, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. I'm getting rid of Nicholas okay. Cage. Uh, because I, the only reason I say that is Bruce Willis's scream stands out so much to me that I actually remember the scream. I didn't have to go look and find a man right. screaming. For Nicolas Cage, even though I know he is always yelling and True. shit, I didn't quite remember his yell or scream in The Wicker Man because there were a few, like other than the ending. And even to me, that was not that memorable. Like it's not. And I guess technically he didn't live, so I really shouldn't have him on this list, should I? But um, <laughs> so yeah, just on that principle alone, Nicholas Cage is off the list. Okay. All right. So my second one, who I'm taking off, is um, <sighs> I love me some Reggie the Reckless. You know what? No, I'm taking off Jesse. Sorry. Um, I'm Ooh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, wow. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was just I was just about to see your. I would have been like, that's controversial. <laughs> no, Reggie is really going. Um, I love me some Reggie the Reckless. Um, that screen was great and iconic, and people don't talk about it. He squealed, he screamed, and he ran. Um, but yeah, throughout the whole film, I mean, Jesse would have to take that one because I mean, that man screamed like I can't scream like that. My throat would hurt. <laughs> And if I did, I would not be able to talk <laughs> the next day. So, yes, um, Reggie, I'm sorry, my guy. You have to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say, I don't think we need to even go further with this. The winner of the final ball with a scream is Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Obviously. Yes, of course. Nobody is fucking with him on that level when it comes to horror Hell's screams. Hell's fucking no. Nobody. Hell's no. And... Jesse, come and take your Screaming Dick Award. You, it's, it's very well-deserved. And this is in your honor because it's called Screaming Dick. And you know how to scream. <laughs> so <laughs> you have one of the best screams that I know. That's... You scream better than some final girls that I know. So He really yeah, does. He's great. So he, he really And that's no does. shade, but that's the truth. It's amazing. It's amazing what his vocal cords yes. do. Mark Patton, you had that. I wonder if he could still I know, do that. I was just thinking that. I, 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 maybe I should tweet Mark Patton and say, hey, can you still scream like that? That would be great. I don't know if he'll like that. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's what made his character iconic. One, one of the reasons that he has a character iconic. So, okay. Okay. So, yes. Mm. Uh, Jesse got that done. Check out Scream Queens, the documentary, by the way. So about. good. So good. Next category, our next final boy with a tragic story. So basically, either before the events of the film, it was a tragedy, or through during the or the duration of the film is what created his tra- tragic story. Mm. So, first and foremost, I chose Andy Barkley Child's Play franchise. Because let's be serious. This boy has been <laughs> fucked from the moment he was a child. Even though technically it's his fault because he would have only gotten uh, good guy clothes or whatever the fuck his mother got him. But he just had to keep whining about it. Michael, so, how is that his fault? But, He's a kid that wanted something that he <laughs> loved. I play it. I play it. I thought he was going to blame Karen, the mama. <laughs> 
No, how is that hurtful? Because she got home this fucking toy from some damn strange man in the alleyway. Like, why could you? I mean, I understand you wanted to get him this doll, get him this doll for his birthday, and it has to be like right then and there. But I mean, he could have waited an extra day. You could have got this at the damn store. You got this from a strange person. So I thought you was gonna blame her. He was just being a kid and wanted something off of the television. She simply she bought this off of a businessman who does not. That man have was not a, a businessman to sell out of. <laughs> he is a capitalist, an entrepreneur. No, and he got and later tried to rape her. <laughs> oh wait, well, that was the same yes, person. because she went her? back to see what was going on with the doll and like ask questions, and he was trying to get. I thought that just happened to be a random person that was all No, oh. Don't give him that much credit. Well. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I did not realize mm-hmm. that. Okay. Okay. My second choice I chose is... Actually, let's go through Andy. Okay. So, mother is what? Locked away in some insane yeah. asylum, so probably. Then his foster parents are mm-hmm. murdered. He's with Kyle. Then he goes away. He's apparently cutting up, so he's going away at military school. And a bunch of people are dead then because Chucky's still at. Well, no, he's Chucky is not mm-hmm. after him. So, and then obviously the TV show where now he's a, a Chucky bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. um, he's traumatized. Yeah, so that's Andy Barkley. Absolutely. Or should I say, so now, traumatized. Trauma. Oh, God. <laughs> It was the trauma. The trauma. <laughs> Y'all need to go look up Jamie Lee Curtis talking about trauma. Y'all need to go YouTube that immediately. The, the trauma. trauma. <laughs> the trauma, Lori went through. We love you. I know, we love you. Jamie, Jamie Lee is queen over here. We love you. We love you to death. But, Jamie, the trauma. Now, can we talk about my second pick? Yes, go ahead. Ugh, his traumatic, his traumatic experience. Doug, the hills have eyes. Ooh, okay. Now, technically, there's another boy that survives, but I don't count him. Um, so we're going with Doug, who is the father of the baby in the hills have eyes remake. I should mm-hmm. say. Now, this man's wife killed. Baby stolen. Never mind the fact that they've been out in the desert in the middle of nowhere, uh, dying of heat stroke. Not dying, but like <laughs> it's just a hot fucking mess. His in laws dead. So he has to go into the unknown, into the the um the mountains and go look for his child. He has no idea who he's looking for, not even necessarily where he's going. Mm-hmm. How many of them there are? I just felt like that was hmm, that was just a tragic experience. Yeah, I agree with you. I would have probably felt like I can make another baby. <laughs> um, so we, <laughs> I'm not going into the depth of the. I'm not a parent. I'm playing with you. I don't. I, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying that's a good pick. That though that is a good pick. He's that family suffered a lot. You know, so that that was a great yes. one. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Okay, who's your third? Third, I have Reggie the Reckless. And I have him on here because I feel like 
he's in the loony bin after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, or I feel like he's in, at least in an orphanage. Okay. Something. Because of his traumatic experience. Traumatic. On the 13th <laughs> of, Friday, of the Friday. And that wasn't even really was Jason. It was fucking Roy. <laughs> right. Imagine if he had to go up against Jason. Those are my three picks of the final boys with a tragic story. So my three for uh, boys with a tragic story in horror. Um, I have Andy, like yourself. Um, I'm not going to explain because you did a good job doing it. And I agree with everything that you have said about Andy. Um, that man is still traumatized and hunting all different types of Chucky dolls in the series right now. So it shows how much this affected him. Um, my second person is Jesse from A Nightmare on Elm Street. He's on here again because after going through just, I would say, a little bit of bullying in school as far as from his gym teacher and just having this entity in your head tell, telling you that you're gonna, he's taking over your body, and then he actually does. And going through that whole experience and then when it's all over try to act like everything's okay the next day and then having these bad dreams like that too it's just it's that's traumatizing to me and i feel like that man is never going to be right i feel like if i was having my body being taken control you know taken over by some type of entity and i had you know i can't do anything that's going to stay stuck with me for the rest of my life and he went through a lot and and yeah, and then also his family is a piece of shit, particularly his father. Uh, so that's also traumatized. Can't use him for nothing. Um, and also I have Chris from Get Out. Um, mm. I have Chris just because as a black man, I can't imagine myself going through that. I mean, we go through enough in this country, right? So I feel like going through that experience where somebody's <laughs> again this is a, another body horror jesse that's you know nightmare on street body horror this is another body horror because mm-hmm. you have somebody else taking cool control over you and you're suppressed and watching everything as it plays out and you can't do nothing about it and i feel like um getting a little even a little taste of that would traumatize me and i would not never trust another white girl ever again i I wonder if they did do a sequel, I feel like he would be very hesitant to. Yes, yeah, I, I, very. <laughs> I think that would be the case. Because then he will think, like, oh, well, maybe that person is not really who they are. You know what I mean? Maybe they're, you know, in mm-hmm. the, what they call it, that he fell into. I was about to say the Pleasantville. I was about to say the further, but that's insidious. <laughs> oh, 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 the sunken, the sunken place. place. That's what it is. The sunken place. And I felt I would go around thinking, you know, every black person I know that's a little different is in the sunken place. <laughs> um mm. so I feel like for him he that's he's he's traumatized and um he has a pretty tragic story as well. I mean, I wouldn't say as bad as maybe Andy. But again, for a black man and all of these two, the there he this is more the realistic one opposed to Jesse and Andy. Um, so yeah, those are my three. Um, so I guess we're going to start okay. reacting from our list. You go first. So basically we're saying which one had it the best mm-hmm. <laughs> and get rid of them. Oh, oh God. Um, Reggie the Reckless? 
Okay. I might get rid of Reggie. I'm, I'm going to get rid of Reggie. I, I feel like he'll move on from this. Right. Even though he went through that shit. I feel like he'll move he on. He won't be like a, a Tommy, a little Tommy, where he actually went against Jason no. and, you know, Friday 13 Part 4. That actually would have been a better pick. <laughs> I honestly forgot pick. about him until I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy that I thought I found Reggie the Reckless and then I didn't think of Tommy Jarvis. It's crazy. Right. Oh, Tommy Jarvis. You should have been on the list. I'm so sorry. Yeah. He's out of the running for some reason. We haven't found yeah. out why. Though. And I met I told, and I thought, well, just because I was thinking of looks, but I chose Tom Matthews, Tommy Jarvis, that version of Tommy Jarvis, but I didn't think of mm-hmm. Little Furry uh, Feltman. So, okay. I noticed you didn't put Corey Feldman on for looks either. What's that about? Um, because I'm not attracted to that man. The only, <laughs> okay. the only, the only okay. thing I was attracted to him in was um, Bardello Blood. That was the only movie. Yeah. Yes, understood. Yeah. Understood. Okay, so I, who are you getting rid of on yours? <sighs> uh, this is hard for me because, like. I feel like all these characters went through a, a trauma, a, a traumatic experience. Um, I'm gonna say Jesse. Jesse, you already run, you already uh, won your screaming dick award, but you have to get out of this one, my friend. Um, just because I'm sorry, I love you, and your story. You know, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be scarred for life. But compared to Chris and Andy, um. I feel like it's just a little bit more deeper with them opposed to what mm-hmm. you went through. And yes, I know I'm not taking anything away from Jesse because I mean, he had a whole demon come out his body, <laughs> <laughs> you know, have this man having like, you know, have got this man having night sweats and just going through it and getting into arguments with his family and just having birds blown the fuck up in his house. And just so much getting his gym teacher killed, which was well-deserved. Um, but Andy and Chris, yeah, so, yeah, Jesse's going. All right, and I am deciding to say that Doug will be able to move past this. He will remarry. Oh. He will move on. He low key will be happy. He doesn't have to deal with those in laws anymore. And um, because he was complaining, I believe throughout the whole movie, not the whole, the beginning of the movie about the parents. And uh, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Doug off of this list here from the Hills Have Eyes. And on my end, I have in the running Andy from Child's Play. Okay, franchise. Damn. But the other issue with this, I think, is Andy is across a few movies, and these other people they have like one. So like we get to see more of the right, tragic exactly. shit. It's kind of like the Sydney effect. She's been in all the damn movies, mm-hmm. so obviously. Most people likes it. Right. I agree with you on that. Um, for me, I would have to say from my list, I have to go. Okay. Again, I always have to come up with reasons, but I feel bad for doing this. But Chris, um, again, don't feel bad. I, no, I don't feel, oh, bad. I feel bad because again, <laughs> it would be again, and you made up a, or you brought up a good point. Andy had, a lot of movies so we got to see his experience and how he's grown how he dealt with things you know where these characters the other characters only had one movie and we don't know where they're at right mm-hmm. now we don't know if they can move past it or not um and we've seen 
Andy evolve and see where he's at now. Chris, yeah, I know this is going to affect him for life as well, but we've seen Andy's progression. So I would have to also say Andy Barkley as well. Andy <laughs> Barkley, come up to the stage and receive your award, please. Just the, the wait. The, why do you sound like? A, why did you sound like a whole teacher? <laughs> Andy <laughs> Barkley, come on. <laughs> the the tragedy, the turmoil that you've had to endure your entire life. My goodness. Uh, you deserve this award and free therapy, and uh, I, oof, you've been through yeah. it. You have been through He's it. You've been through it. So come get this award, and um, I hope for better tomorrows yeah. for you. Keep fucking, keep fucking them <laughs> Chuckies up. Yes, and Kyle better not be yes. dead. Queen Kyle, we love her. I can't wait to be talk about her in Final Girls. I'm. Yeah, it depends yes. on who she's who she's going up against, but Kyle, that's my girl. Um, okay, okay. So next we have which final boy have the most balls, and what do we mean by that? Is like who's just it's self-explanatory. Who has balls? What like they're putting themselves out there in the forefront, taking action, you know, taking leadership, and doing ballsy things that us regular people probably would never do. Uh, so. Um, do you want to go first? I'm passing this off to you, and then I'll go. Okay, I will go first. That means he got some good picks. Okay, so first, I'm going to choose Bobby from The Boy Behind the Oh, I thought he was going to say me. Yes, I do have balls. <laughs> that you know what? Does. I take this Screaming Dick Award right now. Thank you so much, Michael. I don't have to, you know, go against anybody else. I do have the most balls. And um, yes, so next category. Oh, um, let me stop. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. So we have Bobby from the boy behind the door. This is, I believe, still on Shutter. And I'm not sure if you. I probably should have said this is a spoilers podcast <laughs> to begin it honestly. But so essentially, two boys are abducted and they're trapped in the house. And Bobby, who's played by the little boy from This Is Us, who plays little Randall. He is trying to save himself and his friend. Willow Smith twin. So, oh, yes. They need to look into they that. They do. Um, so Bobby has some big balls. Uh, next up, my second nomination is going to be Doug from The Hills Have Eyes again, the remake. Because, again, he went into the caverns, the wilderness, the incestuous farm. From the hills have eyes to go get his baby back. And I don't like that he put that dog in jeopardy. But he has big balls for doing that. So I will give Doug a lot of respect. Doug from the hills have eyes is my second choice. Yes. And my third choice is going to be Seth from From Dust Till Dawn. Mm. Because he did not seem to be affected by the fact that there were vampires swarming this entire fucking bar. At all. He was like, you know what? There's vampires here. My brother's dead. We got to kill all these motherfuckers. Let's go. I would have been like, we're staying in this back room with all the weapons until the day like I'm not going out and fighting shit. But Seth was Seth was about that action. (laughs) He was he was he was ready to go. So those are my three choices. Doug, Bobby, and Seth. Good picks. Good pick. I love it. 
Okay. Um, well, for me, which uh, final boy have the most balls? I have uh, Chris from Night of the Creeps. Um, I chose Chris from Night of the mm. Creeps because um, he went out, <laughs> I mean, his girl, um, went out with a blowtorch. Um, was that a blowtorch? Or was it like a, a no, flamethrower, what I'm talking about. It was a flamethrower. They had flamethrowers. Mm. Uh, lighten these slugs the hell up. Now, personally, I wouldn't have done that just because these slugs are quick, they're slimy, they're disgusting, and their way of entrance is through your mouth. And they're quick to jump in your mouth. And there's so many of them. I would not know. I would not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to be able to do. So um, he has a lot of balls going against these uh, slugs with his girl. And um, I had to put him in there just because that was ballsy, ballsy move. Because I don't think a lot of people would deal with that. A lot of people would run. I'm, and then also fighting zombies. Like, come on, you got zombies and slugs coming after you. That's a lot to deal with. Um, I also have Keith from Vamp. Um, yes. Mm. <laughs> he's a final boy. His friend died. Um, he's going against all these monstrous, crazy stripper vampires. <laughs> And also Queen Vampire herself, Katrina, who is played by uh, Grace Jones. And I wouldn't know what to do in those situations as well. I probably would just let them fuck me up <laughs> because it was a lot going on in that, you know, magenta <laughs> and green town. <laughs> it was a lot happening there. Um, you saying Katrina. Have you seen that video? Hi, my name's Katrina. It is all these no. kids from some. <laughs> no, where's that? YouTube that right now and watch. Just YouTube. Hi, my name's Katrina. This. <laughs> All right, I'm turning this off. <laughs> it looked like you were dancing and getting ready for the fucking Thanksgiving Day parade. What the fuck was that? <laughs> hey, my name's I-, I couldn't stop laughing when you said Katrina. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> wow. That just, I don't know. That just, my, my brain right now. I can't believe what I just watched. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, so yes, I have, I have Keith from um, Vamp on there because he went through a lot fighting these vampires on his own, and he did such a great job surviving. Uh, also, I have Carter Blake. He make he makes a a, a, a you know a, a, another surprise entrance here to try to get this trophy um, because again I, I, I know that he loves dealing with sharks that's his job that's what he liked to do but he had a lot of balls <laughs> going in there with this fucking shark and I mean yes he survived but it was just again I'm not a shark person I'm scared of them I'm terrified of them so I think anybody including Preacher had a lot of balls and he would go in this category too mm-hmm. but um, he had enough love and big ups for him letting uh, old girl get eaten. Oh yeah, in the, in the, uh, at the end she had I mean, to go. Um, and I thought she was going to survive, but no, it ended up being um, Mr. Blake. Usually, usually she would have, mm-hmm. but I'm glad they tore that ass yep. up. 
she wanted to be, uh, you know, Miss Save a Ho, and she got eaten up. So, yes, Carter Blake, Keith, and Chris from Night of the Reef. Okay, so who am I knocking off? Uh, it's very brave for a child to go back into a situation where there is danger, more so than an adult. You got on me about, Doug. first of all, I should have fool in this category, but don't sit there and say that about Mr. Bobby when you was giving me all that shit about a uh, fool <laughs> going back into a situation. I, but this category is not about brains. This is about yeah, balls. Yeah, <laughs> It's about the balls it took. Mm-hmm. So he went back into the situation. Now, it's a very dangerous situation for him, yes, but I don't know if I would put this on the same level as the situations the other two people had to go through on my list. So for that reason alone, I'm going to say that Bobby is no more on this list for balls. But go watch The Boy Behind the Door. Yes, it was a great film. So good. I was surprised at it when I first seen it. Okay, um, who I'm taking off? I'm going to take off, let's see. I'm going to take off Keith. Uh, just because between dealing with zombies and slugs and zombie slugs and sharks, um, Keith, he was dealing with vampires and stuff, but, um, he didn't have the ball. I mean, he had balls dealing with them, but I think he had no choice but to deal with them. Where Chris and Carter, I'm sorry, I can't can't think of nothing else. So Keith is getting an X from this list. I just have Carter Blake and Chris from Night of the Creep so far. Who you getting rid of? Well, you bringing up the point that uh, he had to be in the situation. It wasn't like it was something he had to go into. Mm -hmm. So, as much as it pains me to say this, Seth, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to remove because he was already trapped in the situation. So it wasn't necessarily that a situation that he went into that would require a ball. Other than him, you'd be like, let's go fight these fucking vampires instead of staying in this right. room. And also, he had help. So that was the other mm-hmm. thing. So he had the comfort of other people helping out. So I'm going to take Seth off of my list for Final Boy Balls. Okay. Oh, George Clooney, I'm sorry. Damn, 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 damn. <laughs> so who you have last? Who's your last one? My last pick is actually Doug from The Hills Have wow. Eyes. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's worth it, though. I mean, I feel like that's a, a good choice. I mean, I love me some stuff, too, mm-hmm. but yeah. Doug, I feel like in, if you're talking situations, Doug deserved that. Um, for me, I would have to get rid of Chris from Night of Creeps. Because, again, um, situations, circumstances. Chris technically could have left town and left all that shit <laughs> behind and let them do- let the town deal with that shit, even though they were already being affected. Um, he didn't have to deal with that, honestly. Where Carter Blake was stuck in the sea, he had no choice but to deal with the shark. Um, and mm. survive. Um, so I have to get rid of Chris. Uh, he was a ballsy man dealing with this. And, I mean, again, he didn't have to, but he did. But, again, 
Carter Blake didn't have a choice and he had no choice but to deal with it. And he did it. Uh, I guess he just did it in an amazing way. Like it was, if it, it was a lot for him to get uh, rid of this shark, but uh, I just felt like for him, it just, it was just, I don't, I don't know the words. I just felt like it was just more of a, a triumphant story with him compared to Christopher. So Christopher got to go. So I have Carter Blake. All right. So we have Carter Blake right. against uh, what's his name again? I keep forgetting. His name is Douglas. Douglas. Doug from the Hills Have Eyes. Yes. And I do. So with Doug, he was set up to be a character that I think nobody would expect to survive, or people would think shouldn't survive mm-hmm. in this situation. Right. So again, he went into a perilous situation. Mm-hmm to save his baby. And I, I think that that takes a huge amount of courage. And uh, um, I, I think it would be a dishonor to the Academy to not award mm-hmm. him with the final boy award with balls. Um, okay. You know what? I, <laughs> this is hard for me because again, look at both of these guys situations. They are stuck in a, in an environment where it's very difficult to get out of. Um, but in a more realistic approach, I'm going to have to agree with you and say Douglas, uh, just because I can't imagine myself in that situation. And it took a lot of balls to go against these, uh, these mutants or whatever they are mm-hmm. and um, get revenge and go through all of that. Um, opposed to, you know, going up against the shark. Now, granted, Carter Blake, he had balls for doing that because a lot of us was probably just sit there and wait to be devoured. But um, he came up with some, you know, he came up with a plan and he got 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 through with it. So, but um, I give it to Douglas. Yeah, I would agree. Only I think Doug would have a slight edge because Carter Blake, that's his name, right? Carter Blake already works with sharks, so I don't think he'd have as much fear going into the situation right. as Doug right. would going into his situation in the Hills Have Eyes. Agreed. So his so Carter Blake's balls aren't really needed in that scenario. Well <laughs> his expertise it, oh well. It, those balls, yeah. baby. So the winner of the final boy with balls. Doug, come on down with that baby and get this award. Because I know you don't trust anybody to watch that child after that. Why you seem so hurt? (laughs) (laughs) You know how I feel about kids in movies. Come on with that baby and get horror movies. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So we have three categories left. Yes. With the Final Boy in Horror Awards. Our next category is. Final boy with redemption. Mm. So this final boy is someone who at first glance was rather disappointing and someone you cannot count on. (laughs) And in the end, against all odds, they shook past the fear and decided to step it up. So... (laughs) So first on my list, I have, again, 
many nominations tonight. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Roger from Night of the Demons. Oh. He is the Susan Lucci of these Aye. awards so Aye. far. <laughs> Roger from Night of the Demons. In the beginning, actually, throughout most of the movie, yeah. <laughs> throughout most of this movie, he is putting himself first. He is saying, fuck y'all. He is leaving you if you faint. He is not checking up on you. He is saying it is about me, myself, and I, and I respect that. Mm. By the end of this movie, he decides to help little Judith cross over this wall from Hull House. And his arm is like a beacon of light for her. Mm -hmm. And he decides to save her. Mm -hmm. I, for one, think she still should have died. But he redeemed himself and he saved Judy. So that will give him that nomination. Okay. Next, I have Sean from Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Known as Lazy. Oh, what? Apathetic. Had no goals. The list goes on. But it took the zombie apocalypse and the death of his stepfather and having to kill his own mother. This man has gone through the ringer in a, what, a, what, a day? A day and a half? He rose to the occasion in the end. Although he kept his friend who was a zombie. So I don't, I don't know about that. So that's my second choice. My third, I'm still iffy on, but I'm going to go with it. My third choice is someone who is quite fearful to the point of being a, a, a disgruntled pelican, like that we said on... <laughs> What's that show? Never mind. Peter Vincent, Fright Night. Yes, he was terrified in the very beginning and even in the middle, but in the end, he decided to go help. Charlie, or excuse me, Brewster. Go help him get his girl. So, and before y'all start, if we call Sydney a final girl, we can call people who there there's movies with two survivors that are the same gender, we can call them that. Because if Sydney is a final girl, even though Gail was alive, Peter Vincent can be a final boy, even though Charlie was alive. Those are my choice. <laughs> Those are great choices. Um you making me rethink mine, but it's funny that you mention um, uh, Fright Night because somebody on my list is I have uh, mm. Charlie Brewster. <laughs> oh, I have Charlie because I mean, <sighs> I feel like he couldn't have he could have you know given up a lot of the times in there, but he came out strong at the you know in the end. Um, despite being picked on by evil and things like that. Um, I do like your choice of having Mr. Peter Vincent there because he did cower a lot, um, but he did come out on top too. But Charlie Brewster could have done mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, so I have Charlie on here just because Charlie... This is a tough one. They're about the same. I know. They are. Um, next, I have Casey from The Faculty. Um, another one that would be, you know, probably could have chickened out, uh, but he ended up dealing with, you know, these aliens and all his friends being taken down. And he ended up going against this alien queen and coming out at the end. And you wouldn't expect that character to make it to the end, or should I say, uh, be the final boy um, and come out on top. And he ended up actually, you know, doing right. it, you know. Doing what he was supposed to do, and I was actually surprised at that. So shout out to Casey. I have him on this list. And then next, 
You know what I'm surprised by? Them making Stokely look like she was on Seventh Heaven. That's what I'm surprised by, and I'm still upset yes, about that. that. Why would they do that? That's still like, oh, that's another. I like boys now, even though she always did like boys. <laughs> but really, but like you just want to give her a card again and not have her wear like her like she's just not golf anymore just because she's. It, it didn't make any sense. It was trash. With Stan. Yeah, it was horrible. I didn't like that. Why couldn't she be goth and still be with Stan? Like, Don't mind my tangent. Just just skip past my shit. No, you make great point. Um, and that's, I have, um, damn, I don't know why I added this character one here, but I have also Chris from uh, Night of the Creeps because the reason why I put him on here um, but now, but now I'm thinking about it. Like he shouldn't be here, but I'm just gonna make this make sense. Uh, well, try to make it make sense <laughs> because he was also, I guess, part of the nerd crew. It was him and his buddy, and again, with a movie like this, even though he was set up to make it to the end, movies typically like this, you think that um the girl would make it through the end, and I, his girl, uh, well, it's not his girlfriend, but he had a crush on her, and I forgot her name. Um. And you would think that she would come out fucking up these slugs, which she was, but you would think that she would be the final girl. And even if he died, she would come out on top. And that wasn't the case. It was him. And I felt like he went from being picked on to being bullied in some sort um, to people not really taking him serious to him getting a girl and also making it to the end and being uh, victorious and killer slugs and zombies, which I love. So I love seeing the person that's supposed to be a nerd come through and save the day at the end, which I love. Um, which is Casey and uh, mm-hmm. Chris in this situation here. Um, so yeah, I have Charlie, Chris, and Casey. All mm-hmm. right. So who are you xing off first? Um, I'm going to x uh, off Charlie. Um, though I love. Wow. Um, I, I love Charlie. Um, <laughs> you're so cool, Brewster. Uh, this is hard. I don't want to. But I thought we were gonna have a fright night battle between the yeah, two. Yeah, I wanted that, but now that I'm thinking, like, mm, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry, Charlie. I love Charlie, but. Because now that I think about it, like throughout the film, like he was stubborn, he was hard headed, he didn't want to listen. Um, it wasn't set up where you didn't think that he was going to be like the final boy. You knew that he was going mm-hmm. to be the final boy, um, and he kind of came off as a tough ass, but he still had some of those qualities where, like. I'm just going to say, compared to the other two, no. Sorry, I'm just going to, I'm trying to keep this short because I can go on a tangent. So yes, compared to the other two, <laughs> compared to Chris and Casey, those are two um, characters you would consider nerds. And you wouldn't think that people like them would come out in the end and have this redemption arc, well, story, and um, make it through and save the day compared to a person like Charlie. So Charlie would have to go. Though I would love a Fright Night battle. Yeah. Maybe on a different category someday. Mm. <laughs> well, bye, Charlie. So, 
I will be getting rid of who redeemed themselves the most. I, oh, I don't want to make him Susan Lucci. I don't want to do it. Roger, he lifted Judy up. That's all he did. Peter Vincent actually went back to the house or that mansion to help Charlie. I'm so sorry, Roger. I am so sorry. I got to get rid of, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. But that's hard Roger because not, Roger didn't have to go back and save Judy after all of that. And then you would expect his character because he did chicken out when they were in that basement. So you wouldn't expect him mm-hmm. to go back. Well, that's true. So you bring up a good point Sorry. because we can tell in watching the movie that Peter Vincent is going to help. It's not like he's not going to yeah. do something. So you know what? You just helped me make See? my decision. Mr. Vincent. You. <laughs> All right, go Damn. On, unfortunately, but you did great. You we did thought this well. was going to be the battle of the Fright Night characters, and they were the, the, the first ones going. <laughs> Damn. You might have rearranged this whole list for me I'm now sorry. with that point. No, in a good way. Okay. Um. All right, so my next one, I guess. Uh, Chris, you have to go bye-bye. Um, I'm getting rid of Chris from Night of the Creeps. Um, only because again, if we're going to even though he was sort of like bully and like I'm not gonna say bully because he just wanted the girl and they were kinda like doing that shit to make him go inside the fraternity and it didn't really happen. Um, but you wouldn't expect a character like him to make it through and he did. And again, he didn't have to do all that, but he did. Um, but if I was to compare him to Casey, where um, where it seemed like nobody didn't really gave, give a shit about him, really, and they didn't expect too much from him, and he was the one that actually came through in the end, um, I would have to get rid of uh, Chris. So I'll, I'll stick with my Casey, Elijah Wood. Now I have to decide between Sean and Roger. Roger from Night of the Demons and Sean from Sean of the Dead. Okay. Sean, again, because of your point, he we know that he is going to be the hero of the movie. We know these things. Roger, we don't know if he's going to redeem himself or not, and he doesn't really have to in that scenario. Right. Who redeemed themselves more? <laughs> so who who did we respect less and have more respect for in the end? Question. <gasps> I'm acting like this is real. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like going through these choices, man. Like you like these characters, you're just like, well, damn, I don't want to not say they come out on top. Look again, they're all they're all worthy. They're all great final boys, but, you know, and these okay, categories, so Sean, maybe in different categories, they may win something else. But right. Least, Sean did redeem himself, but I also feel like he retreated into his past self afterward. Roger, he saved Judy. Run, Judy, run. See, Judy, run. I'm gonna get, oh, this is so, I, I'm gonna get rid of Sean <laughs> from Sean of the Dead. I can't believe I just did that. Wow. I... <laughs> Michael, is your answers locked? <laughs> My answer is locked. Yes. 
My final fi- final boy with redemption is Roger, Knight of the okay. Demons. Okay, so we have Mr. Roger and Casey from the faculty. Uh, so what do you think, my guy? Ooh, Best wow. redemption. I'm going to say, again, I love me some Roger, but I think Casey, for me, got this. I, I, I know that he went back for Judy, and he didn't have to, because again, we didn't expect that from that character, because throughout the whole movie, he was jumping out of windows, leaving people, he was, you know, being a coward in certain moments and things like that, so we didn't expect that, and so he became, you know, a heroic person by saving Judy, where he didn't have to, but that's still his friend in the end. But with Casey also, again, with that type of character, you didn't expect him to go through these limps, uh, fighting these slugs and then the Queen Ellie and herself. And, you know, being the only one not infected by these aliens, and he came through and he was getting the short end of the stick throughout the whole movie. He was pretty much, everybody was laughing at him. They were tripping him in the mm-hmm. hallway. Again, he was set up to be like this nerdy character that's probably not going to make it through, and he was the only one that made it out of everybody. Now, granted, people came back to their normal selves, but he was the only one that actually saved the day. So, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make two good points here. But... I, I do see that point. I get So, the question with Redemption is, in the eyes of the other people in the movie, have they changed their minds right. about... Right. So, Casey is definitely, I, I would appear to be respected at, for what we can tell at the end of the movie mm-hmm. in the faculty. Right. I I guess Judy respects Roger because she, I don't know. I, I You know what? I might, we might have to give it to Casey. Oh, Roger is the Susan, Susan Lucci. I can't believe this. <laughs> he can't win anything. Yeah, Roger. I mean, but he's been nominated and he's been chilling, but you're right. He, he's been on, my list two times so far, and he didn't win either one of those. But how many nominations did Roger get? Um, on your he list, had two. <laughs> he had three. On wow. One. So he's like, oh no, wait, no, he had two. two. Wow. So he seems like the Susan Lucci. Four nominations, and he walked away. He's been snubbed <laughs> by the Final Boy Awards. Leonardo, also Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I know he won something, but it's been forever since he won a fucking award out of all the great movies that he's done. I, I just can't believe this has happened. Yeah. On the award show that we created, when I love <laughs> right. Roger Night of right. Demons, I cannot right. believe this. I agree with you, though. How did this happen? Okay, well. Oh uh, well, I guess Casey, come down here, or whatever, and get your award. I guess you deserve it. Come and get your Screaming Dick Award. Here you go. You deserve it. Uh, yes. Come on. Yeah, I believe you and Delilah got together. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, probably. She's an opportunist. I said opportunist. She's an opportunist. <laughs> so I feel like she'll be with him for a short term and then eventually not leave him. So. Mm. Next category is, I believe this is Oh, yours. yes, um, Lesser Known. So I guess this is Lesser Known uh, Final Boys in Horror. Um, people, mm-hmm. um, I guess Final Boys that people don't talk about often, um, even though a lot of these 
uh, final boys that we discussed, they don't really talk too much about in general, but I guess um, in our top list, these are our, our, our bigger, lesser-known characters. And these, I do feel like these might need more explanation because people may not even know who we're talking about. Right. <laughs> we may not even know who the other person is talking about. And it's a shame because I don't think mine's is lesser-known too much. But I... To be fair, I just I'm, I I just put mine as uh, them not being talked about enough and also getting a lot of credit because for me again mm-hmm. a lot of the well there are some lesser known people but uh, these three I feel like yeah they just need more credit that's all for me. Um, okay, so I guess you you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. I feel like mine are going to be a little. Less known, okay. a little more random. Okay. First up is from a movie called The Circle. Mm. Have you seen The Circle? I haven't. I watched their reality show, The Circle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what most. So there's a show, I don't know, or movie. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this without spoiling. Essentially, it is a be the last person alive type of move. Okay. And Eric used strategy. He used emotions of others. He played Big Brother on the circle and he outlasted everyone. Okay. And I would suggest if you have not seen that movie to check it out because it touches on so many different... You know what? It's in the fucking premise. 50 50 people are in this room, this dark room, and they're all standing on a red circle. Okay. And they realize that every few minutes, one of them is zapped and killed. They realize if anyone... And then they realize other things as well. And so when people start to understand this, they all start to try to finagle and strategize to become the one in the end or to help somebody else. Okay. So, and it, all these different social topics start coming up when you're deciding who should or shouldn't go. It's actually a really interesting movie, and I think Eric played it quite well, as heartless as he is. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Eric from The Circle. Okay. My game, well, one of my uh, people I have for lesser known Final Bully um, is Jim. I, he was on this list already. Uh, Jim from uh, The Hitcher. Again, a, a guy that's not talked about enough. Uh, that movie's not really not talked about enough. And I feel like he put in work to survive this mm. movie, especially a, a crazed maniac. So I have Jim. Just, again, he's the final boy that needs to be talked about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, Jim. Who's your sock on? Next is going to be Lucas from Antlers. Ooh, Little Boy from Antlers yeah. is going to be my second choice. Okay. So he... Talk about being head of the household. <laughs> he, had, he had to take care of business and survive a lot, of, a lot of treacherous things in this movie. So Lucas from Antlers is my second choice. Okay. For Lesser Known Final Boy. Yes. This is a great movie. I love Antlers. I'm finally happy I watched it on HBO Max. Um, all right, my second person is Kincaid from A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Um, oh. 
even though he did <laughs> technically i guess he wasn't a final boy because it was like what one other final boy with him we don't we don't count that because <laughs> if sydney's a final girl then kincaid can be a final boy true so kincaid i have him on there because again he kicked ass i would have loved to see more of him in nightmare elm street dream warriors and unfortunately he uh fit the dust on the part four and um yeah he was great I love Kincaid and Dream Warriors, and I think people just need to respect my home and talk about more. So yes, I have Kincaid from Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors for my second. All right. And my last choice is from a movie, a Nicolas Cage movie okay. called Color Out of Space. Ooh. Yes. And that movie took me out. I watched it once and I was like, uh-uh, I am not watching this again. <laughs> I loved it. I felt like I was I on it. something and I wasn't. <laughs> I felt like I was on something watching that movie. Now, while watching this, I felt like I was watching this 80s movie called The Curse. Which makes sense because I think they're both based on like Lovecraft shit. Because they the storylines are extremely similar. So, but yes, Ward is the final character to survive in Color Out of Space. He is a lesser known final boy. And he's black. Not you saying it like that. And he's black. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, speaking of black, <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> last, <laughs> my last one is um, Reggie the Reckless. He's on here again. Because, again, nobody talks about this boy coming through and doing his thing in the Friday the 13th world. And um, I also will say, like, um, this is one of, the, uh, one of the characters I see myself in when I was little watching this movie. Just because um, a black kid in this situation, I was just like, oh, snap, there are black people and black kids. Um, dealing with you know fucking murderers and stuff like that, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. So I was like, oh, that's fun. So, um, it was cool to see that as a kid too. And yes, Reggie the Reckless, a character that should be talked about more often. So that's my last one. So I have Jim from The Hitcher, Reggie the Reckless from Friday Thirteenth Part Five, and Kincaid from Dream Warriors. And yes, I have Eric from The Circle. Lucas from Antlers, and Ward from Color Out of Space. And I will go ahead and say, as happy as I am that Ward is black, he's x out of my list immediately. Because he barely did anything in that movie. But, okay, he is, uh, so I will say, at first, because I also had Tyler from Child's Play 3 on here, but I felt like people know who Tyler is from Child's Play 3. I love Tyler, so yeah. So I took him off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Ward, you're cutie. And, um, you could have kept Tyler on. I mean, people forget about him often because people hate Child's Play Three for no reason. I actually like that movie. Um, and people don't talk about uh, Tyler. I mean, he was a little annoying in the beginning, but you know, towards the end, I, I didn't mind him. <laughs> Very annoying. Very. <laughs> I was like, just take it. I would rather Charles Lee Ray be in your body than you. You are too much. Although that would have been interesting seeing Chucky in a black body. Yeah. It would have been very interesting to see how that would have played out if they decided to continue that storyline. They should. Chucky even wanted it. He said, Chucky's going to be a bro. Right. 
and he would have been locked up in five minutes after oh, yeah. he did something. Sadly. All um, right. Well, who's, so being he... who's being X from mine is... Uh... All right, so we're going by lesser known. Unfortunately, um, Reggie, you would have to go, my homie. Love you. Um, but people know who you are compared to um, one other person on this list. Or the other person gets to X, too. Um, so, yeah, Reggie is going. I don't want to do it, but I had to. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going from yours? <laughs> I am going to say, mm, Eric was in a situation and he had to just outlast other people using his wit. Lucas had to deal with Wendigo family family members. I feel like I'm going to get rid of Eric from the circle. Because I feel like Lucas had a lot to deal with. That's a lot for a little kid to have to deal with. And he was still taking care of his family, even though they were, um, I don't know, looking like something in Nightbreed or something. So they, yeah. I'm, right now, I'm still standing with Lucas from Atlas. Okay, so I'm going to get rid of another homie. I'm sorry, but Kincaid. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Kincaid only because, and, and I don't want to, but I'm trying to be fair. Lesser known, mm-hmm. again, people don't talk about Jim being a, 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 a final boy in general. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like he is lesser known. He is for, um, forgotten. Opposed where people know Kincaid because people love Dream Warriors. And, you know, a lot of people talk about him more often. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jim, they don't really know who he is. Um, people probably haven't seen this movie. And they don't talk about him enough. So, I would have to say, Jim is going to be my last guy. As much as it hurt me to get rid of Reggie and Kincaid, but... So, I will say, Jim has been around much longer than Lucas and Antler. So, if people don't know about Jim, they ain't never going to know about him. So, <laughs> that alone tells me that he should win this award. Oh, okay. Simply for the history being it. around, because that's from, what, the 80s? Yeah, I think late 80s, early 90s, if I'm correct. I'm not sure. So, yeah, he's just not been getting love. So, Jim, come down here and get your award, sir. <laughs> come and get it. Yeah. He survived uh, Rucker Howard after all that craziness. I guess he deserves mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Give him that. You were stalked. Yeah. Which is also a I considered this film um the Hitcher a homoerotic film as well because Rocket Howard was doing some things in there that was a little questionable, but okay. Um we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Don't you talk about Lothos? Oh no, it's a good thing. I mean he was hot in that movie, honestly. Um okay. I guess you had this last and final category, my guy. Yes, it is the final category. I know it's been a long day. And we are now here at the final, possibly possibly most important award for Final Boy. Mm-hmm. And this is the Final Boy Award for Icon Status. Mm. So this is someone who would need to be on the level of a Lori, a Sydney, mm. an Alice. Gosh. 
So would you like to go first? Who are your three final boys with icon status? Uh, Ours might be very similar. And I don't know, man. Because so far, like ours was similar, but we had some, you know, some different choices here. Um. Okay. Well, I'll start with um the obvious here. Um, number one, Ash Williams from Evil Dead. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when people think of Final Boy right away, um, they, some people may think of Ash from Evil Dead just because we've seen what he went through from the first one all the way up until Ash versus Evil Dead, uh, the TV show. So he had a lot going on, <laughs> and a lot of people love him. I mean, he has iconic lines. He has uh iconic weapon a chainsaw you know for a hand and um now he's about to come up well he's about to be in a video game so that's awesome as well he's iconic video game coming Mm -hmm. out in may uh so yeah ash williams uh my second is jesse from a nightmare on street 2 because this Mm -hmm. is another final boy that um again people talk about um, when you think of Final Boy, the first two I do think about is Jesse from A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and Ash. Um, and, I mean, it's there. I mean, he's been through everything. We talked about it already on this episode. So, Jesse deserves uh, all the flowers. Um, and my third one is Andy. Andy Barkley. I mean, an, another mm-hmm. one that's been around for a while. He's iconic, I guess. He's been here since 1988 dealing with this killer doll. And now we're in 2022 with A Child's Play Season 2 coming out very soon. And he's battling Colts of Chucky's. He's still at it. He's still at it. Icon. That's right. Icon. So, um, yes, I have Ash Williams, Evil Dead, Jesse, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and Andy Barkley from A Child's Play Series. How about you? Who you have? Great picks. So, I have... Also, Ash from Evil Dead franchise. So the way I looked at this was these need to be characters with some kind of legacy in horror. So firstly, I chose Ash from the Evil Dead franchise. He's all TV show. As you said, game. He's just known. He's basically like Freddy Krueger status as far as Final Boys go. Then... I have also Andy from Child's Play. Andy also is on legacy status, multiple movies, dealt with over a long period of time. Nobody's going to look at Andy and not know who he is. <sighs> Lastly, I have Dylan Dillinger, icon of the new era. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. No, my last is actually going to be Tommy Jarvis. Ooh, yes. Friday the 13th. He's How can I forget about across Homie? Multiple span, span of multiple movies. If you love horror, I would say most people know who Tommy Jarvis is. Right. And, I, and this is across all of the characters, not all the uh, different iterations of them, not just Corey Feldman or the other dude. Right. So I have Ash, Tommy Jarvis, and Andy. So we have four for this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we get rid of our opposites? Um, because obviously me and you have Ash, we both have Andy, um yeah, and I have Jesse and you have um Tom. Tommy Jarvis. So let's put 
let's get rid of all right so yeah let's put jesse and tommy to, uh against each other i'm already going to get rid of jesse if we're going Clearly. to put him against tommy yeah um love me some jesse uh and you know he i mean compared to andy and ash and tommy and who people talk about more and who they think of when you watch child's play you think of andy when you watch Evil Dead, obviously Ash, and when you watch Friday Thirteenth, for who like who's the like the the main person in that? Um, a lot of people think Alice from the first one, but Tommy Jarvis kind of takes that crown only because he's been in multiple movies and kind of right. came through. Um, so yes, Jesse has he, he got to go. So now we have Ash, Andy, and Tommy. Wow. Yeah, this is a rough one. This is. Well, actually, I think we. I, I'm gonna say I would get rid of Tommy. <laughs> wow. Okay. I feel like Andy Barkley is on a higher level as far as icon status goes. Okay. Um, mm, it's rough. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to rationalize this decision. Um, whoo. Because yeah. if you think about it, especially now, um, relevance. Mm-hmm. Ash is still in people's mouths. True. Very Andy true. is still in people's mouths now because of this show. Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, and don't get me wrong, like he is an iconic character, but it's just compared to what they went through the most. Um, now, if Friday Thirteenth had a TV show and they expanded upon Tommy Jarvis's, uh, you know, relationship with Jason and what he's been through, like we only got uh, Friday Part Four and then Part Five where it was non-existent Jason, and then he came back for Part Six and Jason lives and he beat Jason in that, and then we never seen Tommy Jarvis again. Granted, he was in the Friday Friday the Thirteenth yeah. video game, but that don't really count. Um, and that was so long ago. And maybe it's thanks to the lawsuit right now is the reason why we probably not see much of uh, Tommy because the whole Jason Friday Thirteenth thing is all screwed up. So, I would say the other way I'm thinking about this is when I think of Evil Dead, I think of Ash. When I think of Child's Play, I think of Andy. When I think of Friday the 13th, I think of multiple people, not just Tommy Jarvis. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) unfortunately, even though I do think he is a horror icon, I just think the other two are above him. Okay. When it comes to icon stat. I feel like we're being really serious right now. But yes, I'm taking Tommy Jarvis out of the running. But you get third place prize. So. You can still come on down and get your other prize, sir. Oh no, not again. (laughs) Surprise. You get one testicle. Screaming testicle. (laughs) Let me stop. Um no, he does deserve. He gets he gets the um the third, I guess, uh third winner prize so and also when i think of the other two 
I think of these movies franchises specifically when I see the guy when I think of Tommy Jarvis I think of the dude in the um later movies mm, not Corey yeah. Feldman but then I also think but then I'm like oh well, return to living dead like I think of yeah. it in other stuff too not just yeah. specifically that so we chose I chose Tommy Jarvis for Friday the 13th not necessarily that actor and after true. where that actor versus Andy it'd be a little different. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. Um, okay, well, Tommy, you're gone. You still want a little something something, but you know, you know, we got Andy Barkley and Ash Williams. Mm. How dun, 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 dun. Yes. Okay. I'm going to give this for me i don't know because we might be going head to head but for me even though i love andy barkley mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it to ash um i just feel like wow yeah i'm going to give it <laughs> to ash um again he has quotable lines people going around mm-hmm. dressing up him at horror cons saying groovy and you know what you got action figures and NECA figures of Ash Williams and you know again he's he got another video game coming out and you know he has his own TV show and it was just you know a lot you know he's he's iconic he just he he deserves it with Andy Barkley yes I don't want to take anything from him but I mean compared to having action figures and quotable lines and things like that it's So for me, I have to give it to Ash just because I feel like he's more iconic people. If you go to a horror con, you have Bruce Campbell, Ash Williams, and then you have um, Andy Barkley um, at the tables. Yes, they will get a lot of people, but who would have a longer line? I feel like Ash Williams would. Right. So that's why I'm giving it to him. Well, I am going to go back and forth with you on this one. Okay. Because what I have to say is, no, you are correct. Bruce Campbell <laughs> is taking this award. Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams is taking this award for a final boy with icon status. Everything you said is correct to this day. This is decades later. Right. And the fandom is nuts over here. So right. absolutely, this would go to Ash Williams. Andy is still icon status. And I actually... I'm surprised we didn't think of Dewey at all in this. Uh, you know what? I did think of Dewey, but... Ooh, the disrespect. You thought of him and didn't put him on this list? Let me be quiet. Just tell you mine. My be like, <laughs> He's probably cursing me out right now, listening to this part. Um, I did think of him, but I feel like with, again, different categories, uh, Dewey would have been on there. But okay. I can't see myself Seeing Dewey, uh, tragic story, scream, maybe looks, um, survival instinct that he definitely was going to get that brains, mm, not the brightest, redemption, mm. um, probably balls, probably not definitely not lesser known, and he's iconic, but compared to other uh, final boys, he wouldn't have made it. So it would have been hard okay. for him. It would have been hard for him. If we if we bro. do if we do a, a part two to this, then he'll be on there probably. 
Oh yeah, we could do. We need to have different categories for part two. So we we're gonna come back because Roger needs to take some. Yes, Roger. He's been he's been um up here nominated, and you know what? I, I'm happy for him. We put up fights for Roger. He he, he left a little. He was a little salty. Yeah. He didn't even stay for the rest of the awards. He got up and left. <laughs> no hard feelings. Yeah, uh, we understand. We respect your decision to us. Finish this out. I would be tight too if I was nominated four times and didn't get one yeah. award. That is trifling on our part. Absolutely. Yeah. We apologize, but sorry, Roger. Do better. <laughs> yes, do better in the movie you were in, and you, you can't change. <laughs> Night of the Demons. If y'all do a remake and you happen to come back for some reason, you come back for another remake of Night of the Demons. Let's just try to um, be opposite of what you was in the first one as far as um, being a coward in some like, parts. Because I think, was it you and Xena who's talking about having Roger and um, Sister Gloria in a movie together mm-hmm. and they doing shit? That yeah. I would love to watch. Ooh, that would be amazing. Sister Gloria and Roger, yes. You talked about that. And that's still a dream and I want it to happen. <laughs> I wanted it to happen. I cannot wait till we talk about Sister Gloria um, on something. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Queen. You want to talk about Queen and just whooping ass, no fucks given? Let's go. Sister Gloria. All the applause. Yes. All the applause. Yes. Well, that was the Final Boy in Horror Awards. The first. Yes. Of the first quarterly. annual, yeah, first annual, annual, annual? Uh, yeah, um, annual I'm, final boy awards. Yes, I'm going to go over who won each category real quick, just so yes. you guys are, you know, can have a refresher. Um, so you know so, what winners look like. Stop <laughs> your pussy up, pop. Um, <laughs> let me stop. Let me chill. All right. So the first category was brains. And we had Full, Roger, and Ash. And um, actually, I'm not even going to go through that because I didn't even write yours down, my bad. So we're just going to have, um, we have Joel from Scream 2 win that category. So I strongly disagree. But, you know, I let Mike have that one. I feel like Full still should have gotten that, but okay. The Academy has spoken. And fool has failed. No, the academy will be. They will be. They will be speaking after this episode come out. And I want to hear whoever listens to this episode. That would be who funny. y'all think. Okay, so for sur- survival instinct, uh, preacher from Deep Blue Sea won that round. Um, well, won that award, I should say. Um, Deservedly so. Yes. Looks the most handsome final boy. Preacher again. That was a very hard one for us all. <laughs> you know, Tate Diggs, Eddie was, you know, close. He was a, a runner up. But, you know, we had to give it to Preacher for that one. We had our Wait reasons. A minute. Did Preacher? Did Preacher run away with the most awards tonight? Um, I Let's see. Did um, Ash win twice? No. Ash, this is, um, Ash only won once. Who won F- Survival Instincts episode? Oh, that's. Preacher oh. won a survival instinct, I believe. Wow, preacher! 
mm-hmm. taking it home with the unexpected win for Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> that shows what type of podcast this is, y'all. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I wouldn't have thought that. Me I neither. Thought well, that. maybe because we were being too thirsty. Um, but it's okay. <laughs> Screams, the best scream. Obviously, Jesse from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Tragic Story. Andy Barkley from the Child's Play franchise. Who has the most balls. Douglas. <laughs> Doug from Hills Have Eyes Remake. <laughs> Redemption. Redemption. Casey from The Faculty. Uh, lesser known. Jim from The Hitcher. And last category, iconic final boy, Ash Williams from the Evil Dead franchise. Wow. That was yes, great. Wow, indeed. So the, pers- the only person that took it home twice was Preacher, which I'm. I'm Preacher. I'm, I'm shocked. I. Wow, who would have thought that? Right. <laughs> I wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. Um, but it's an upset, but I'm happy about it. Shout out to El Kujay. Come back to horror very soon. We miss you. You might win more awards. Who knows? <laughs> but I need this. I don't need to know that you're gonna live in every movie. I need you to yeah. um, <laughs> switch it up. Yeah, I don't know. He's a little older now, so he might want to definitely live. <laughs> or. Oh. He might want to just say, hey, I'm too old for this shit. Just get me the fuck out of here. I don't care. <laughs> just got me loose. Mm. LL Cool J in a scream opener. Getting, <laughs> getting killed. Wow. By Ghostface. Mm. LL Cool J in another requel to Halloween. Getting killed mm. in the beginning. <laughs> he survived H2O. So maybe if they do a, a, a requel sequel following H2O from Hollow, yeah, he'll come back. He plays himself, but he didn't become a writer in that way. He becomes LL Cool J, the rapper, and that is the character that is getting killed by Michael Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot, but okay. We can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But that was a lot of fun, Mike. Um, we should definitely do this again soon. We had some great um, choices here. We had some great men's and great categories. Good job on picking them. Um, and uh, again, shout out to uh, Ash Williams and Preacher, uh, just because Preacher won uh, twice and Ash Williams won the Icon Award. So, yes. And shout out to all the winners, actually. They were pretty good. Yes, all of the fellas who survived a horror film. This is a shout out to all of you. Yes. Um, Thank you for representing. Yes. And we can't wait to see more. Who knows? um, We still have Nope coming out this summer, so we might have to add somebody. Steven, you you may have a second chance. Yes. A chance at another award. True. And Daniel Kalua. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you guys can come. Next year, you may have another chance of getting a, an award at the Final <laughs> Boys. An <laughs> R <horror> award. 
Oh, the highest, man. most prestigious award in the land. The Screaming Dick Award. We love it. I need to draw this out. <laughs> I need to create this. I'll find I'll find a dildo at my job and do something to it. I'll just like put like monster eyes and <laughs> teeth on it or something. Thank you for joining us tonight at the Final Boy in Horror Awards. Sponsored by the people under the skip. Sk- Fuck! <laughs> Sponsored by the people under the scares podcast. If you, uh, well, if you agree or disagree with us, you can absolutely uh, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. That handle is at people underscore scares. If you feel inclined to curse us out directly, you can email us at ppl underscares at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> If you have any listener questions for us to answer in a future episode, uh, you can reach us at those places as well. And by all means, if you enjoy what you hear, go ahead and rate us. Give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and other podcast podcasting platforms. It takes about 10 seconds. Yes. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We would love to hear from you guys. We say this every week. We would love to hear more from you guys, what you like, what you don't like. If you want to compliment, mm-hmm. give us a shitty compliment. As long as you're just nice about it, we don't care. Um, and yeah, just you know, show us some love either way. Just a little feedback. Yeah. Just a little feedback would be fun. Yes. Is it the, point of, the point of the horror community is to feed off the vibes with each other and have fun with each other and have conversations. So if you agree, disagree, whatever you like or dislike, just let us know. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions for our next final boy uh, awards, <laughs> if you feel like you missed somebody who you thought was a final boy and you want to throw in here for a next go round. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. That's shoot us an email about that. We'll consider them. Let, let us know. Yeah, they may get a consideration in the next year. Um, we will try to have real awards next time. And by that, I do mean some kind of paper certificate. Um, I'll work on that. I got you. <laughs> yes. But um, that will be all for us tonight. So have a good day. Good night, everybody.